Hello, and welcome to another episode of Alcoholitics. I am your host, Terrain Myricks. I'm joined by my co-host, Katrina Myricks. Katrina, how are you? I'm doing all right. How are you? I'm doing well. If uh, everyone listening can hear, my voice sounds different. Um, <laughs> different. It sounds lower. Uh, my voice still has not come back from our super fun weekend getaway. Um, do you want to tell people about that? Oh, we went to the mountains to play Dungeons and Dragons. We went to the mountains to play Dungeons and Dragons because we're fucking adults, okay? <laughs> and that's what adults do. Yep. They do adult shit. Like, go up to the mountains on July 4th weekend not to indulge in, like, Bur- burgers and hot dogs and and fireworks and all that type of noise but like dungeons <laughs> and dragons it's <laughs> a great time did you have fun it was the best it was w- so much fun what was your favorite po- portion of this the dungeons <laughs> or the dragons definitely the dragons yeah yeah um we don't do a lot of dungeons no <laughs> we do a lot of dragons we do a whole lot of dragons um yeah, it was very fun, um, and, and I say that like sincerely, mm-hmm. even though I'm about to list some things that I want to do differently next mm-hmm. time. I had a lot of fun. The place had no air conditioner. Yeah, <laughs> the place had no air conditioner or central air, and it was like up a mountain, like a literal like up a mountain in Virginia. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, the, that, the crews that, really struggled to yes, get up there. The Chevy Cruze, believe it or not, a Chevy Cruze is not built to drive directly <laughs> 90 degrees <laughs> up a mountain. <laughs> It wasn't 90. At one, one point, it was re- like, I remember, I remember, like, at, you know, it was really, it was a mountain road. It was very twisty, turny. It was completely paved, but, like, at one point, I remember, like, turning, and then, like, the angle we were going up, I'm just like, this isn't right. <laughs> this could be right. It's like when you're... cars aren't designed to go up this angle. I literally, it just reminds me of the time we were on a roller coaster, and on the upswing, like, on their journey up, mm-hmm. you kept saying... This isn't mathematically possible. <laughs> you, just, you just kept saying out loud, mathematics says this shouldn't be possible. <laughs> when I'm just sitting there like, it's a fucking machine hooked to a bunch of pulley systems. Yeah. Like, of course it's possible. <laughs> but you were adamant that it is not physically mathematically possible that we were going up at the angle we were going up Uh and that was just so funny (laughs) but that's absolutely how i felt (laughs) going up the mountain uh to get to the D D spot and what was really fun was after that very stressful trip up the mountain uh, <laughs> we get to the cabin yeah where we find out our alarm is going off at all yep our home alarm has been tripped and it's going off yeah. and then trying to <laughs> it was our cat sitter yes and then trying to like call the alarm company to cancel the alarm where you're on top of a mountain and don't have service mm-hmm. it was really fun yeah yeah it was really fun oh so good <laughs> So good. But after that, it was great. After that, I had multiple drinks consecutively because I was stressed (laughs) out. And I vibed out. I chilled. It was pretty cool. Mm -hmm. Things got a lot better. Um, Yeah. We we spent like three days up there, right? Three nights. Three Three nights. Three three days. And yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Sorry. Three nights. Three nights. Like I said originally before I tried to continue saying the same thing but in a different way. Three nights. Three nights. Three nights. Anybody? Three nights. Anybody? (laughs) Um, Yeah. We. That was very fun. That was a very very fun time, and I would love to do it again at a place that that a place that has air conditioning and 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 a and no threat of bear. Literally, we got there and there was a manual that's just like, here's what you do if there's a bear. And it's like, oh, cool. So that's like a thing. It's it. You don't make that if it never happened. (laughs) You make that because, oh, yeah, you're in the bear's house now and you got to fucking look out. Uh, I wasn't very that was that was rough. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, I'd love to do this again. Um, at a place that has AC 
and if I go on DoorDash, will give me at the very least three options <laughs> versus the zero options that I got when we were. I mean, and, you and imagine, truly, could you imagine having the, to deliver? Who's up there? delivering food? Who's delivering food on a ninety degree angle? No one. Like no one. Literally no one. So like I, I think don't. We used more gas on the like three and a half hour drive from Pennsylvania to Virginia. I think we used more just from the 10 minutes of getting up the yeah. mountain. Yeah. We did the whole rest oh, of the Oh, absolutely we did. The car was making noises that sounded uh, sounded very similar to, please stop killing me. <laughs> <laughs> like, please, please, I want nothing more than to live. Um, <laughs> but, but, but we had a very fun time. Uh, I distinctly remember, I think on our, like, was it our last day? Uh, like our last night we were playing and someone's like, oh, my thing's only going to take this amount of time. And then like fast forward to us finishing at 2.30 a.m., mm-hmm. uh, everybody being dead tired and wanting to go to bed except one incredibly giddy weirdo <laughs> who was like, I could do this for hours. And I usually believe that I'm of that same um, that was me every night. I, I usually that's usually me when it comes to DMD, where people are like, "Oh yeah, sessions are usually this long," and I'm like, "They could be much longer than that." I can, I'd be more than willing to like do that. But I was also getting like a nightly amount of like three hours and fifteen minutes of sleep, mm-hmm. <laughs> and like not like consecutive sleep. Like I like yeah. yeah. So. Uh, I was ready to go to bed. Everybody else seemed ready to go to bed. You were just like, I could do this forever. <laughs> yeah, I had so much D and D energy. You had a you had weird like youthful energy mm-hmm. up there. Like you very were, different than my normal. You yeah, like you were ta- You were up and at them, moving around, being real excited. We drank a lot of coffee. We one hundred percent housed so much coffee, mm-hmm. which is good. I I I I don't. I'm not usually a coffee person. Like it had, but I like usually have like one coffee a day, <laughs> like, um, and that's because you make them for me and you make them in a way that's like, I'm putting a bunch of stuff in here. So it's not like coffee. That's I'm like, what I did up there. <laughs> but now I'm like, now we're just like days. Well, I'll, I'll take multiple cups in a day. <laughs> I need these. We're all working off of a maximum of four and a half hours of sleep. Literally every time day. we sat down and weren't doing anything, I was like, oh, no, I'm fading. (laughs) Like every single time there was downtime and we're like, let's just sit and I'll collect our thoughts. My thoughts were I'm going to pass out. (laughs) Uh, But we are back. We're back home um, and we're ready to start the show. (laughs) Yeah. Yes. Um, So let's get into it. Um, Joe Biden on President Joe Biden on Friday um, signed an executive order um, in regards to abortion access about two weeks after um, the decision was delivered uh, to strike down Roe versus Wade by a stolen uh, radical conservative uh, Supreme Court. Um, <clears throat> there are multiple things within the um, order according to um, according to CNN, we have um, CNN's Kate Sullivan. Um, there are many uh, many aspects. I'm just going to read some of each. Um, uh, so the president is directing um, HHS uh, secretary uh, to submit a report to him within 30 days on actions his department is taking um, to uh, you know help uh, abortion access. Um, the president's also establishing an interagency task force on reproductive health care access, which will include Attorney General Merrick Garland. Um, HHS will take action to expand access to extreme, uh, sorry, to emergency contraception and long-acting reversible contraception um, uh, and IUDs. Um, The department is tasked with ensuring uh, patients have access to, quote, the full rights and protections for emergency medical care afforded under the law. Um, and the president has directed 
um, the Secretary of HHS uh, to consider uh, updating guidance that clarifies physician responsibilities and protections under the um, Emergency Medical Treatment and Labor Act. Um, uh, department, uh, the department's, the HHS is going to ramp up public outreach and public education on um, on abortion to ensure that Americans have reliable uh, and accurate information about their rights and access to care. Uh, in preparation for extended legal challenges ahead, the, ca uh, the Attorney General and White House Counsel are convening um, pro private pro bono attorneys uh, and organizations to provide more legal representation. Um, the executive order also focuses on uh, protecting pa uh, patient privacy. The president is asking the chair of the federal, uh, the FTC, to consider uh, taking up steps to protect consumer privacy when seeking information regarding reproductive health care services. Um, that is that is some of what's going on. Um, there is more, but uh, I am having trouble reading. <laughs> Um, those are just some of the things that are, that, um, is in the EO. Um, so I want to start with, um, why do you think it took like two weeks out from, uh, Roe being reversed for the president to come out with anything? Because That's I, a I, really great fucking question, <laughs> I think. Um, like I'd argue like these are, these are good things and would have sounded a lot better, um, hours after mm -hmm. minutes after and it's not and it's, it's not like it's you almost like we they had warning right? right they knew this decision was coming so <laughs> i don't understand <laughs> yes literally for so i don't understand the the hesitancy to have a plan have a like a legitimate plan in place knowing that you're not going to have a congress that um supports this right like knowing that the senate's going to be the senate's going to hold up any sort of meaningful uh, legislation regarding this i just don't understand why wait especially when like why wait to do stuff that is definitely not enough and that they've acknowledged it's not enough right it's a like great fucking question man <laughs> it's a great question and i have a similar question it, it really seems like they uh this took them by surprise yeah like the fuck uh, i don't i just i don't i don't even know what to say Right. I don't even know. Like it, it just truly like for like, like, I don't know, just from a purely political standpoint, this is very bad for yeah. like for for trying to galvanize your base around a thing that like and I'm not trying to like I said, I'm, I'm talking in a purely political sense because I understand politicizing like people's like real life trauma is not, you know, great, but it is good when you need to do it so that you can help them deal with that, help them rectify what's going on. Um the president's already facing an uphill battle. His approval ratings are pretty low. Um, he's like, the narrative is this, uh, this white house can't get shit done. Mm -hmm. Like, and that's coming from not only his detractors on the right, but like people on the left who like, you know, put him there, uh, no, like put him there with apprehensions. Like this feeds into their apprehension. Yep. Like, absolutely. But like, President Biden not doing anything until like weeks after this thing that he knew was going to happen for a pretty long time. Yeah. Like it just doesn't like I'm it, sure this would just been, doesn't look good. It looks bad. This would have been, I think, pretty fine if we didn't get the leaked decision months ahead of like. Mm -hmm. Right. If, if we don't have the leaked decision and it looks like Biden um, got, like, got together with a team and figured this shit out and got and put it out in like this amount of time, like. If we don't have that leaked decision, yeah, this seems probably like a reasonable time frame. Mm -hmm. But like, you know, this is coming down the pike. You know that the Supreme Court will, uh, releases decisions in June. Like, you know, this is coming. So, like, let's go. Let's get on the ball and let's Absolutely. get this done. Yeah, I, I, I don't think there's any excuse or rationale behind this. No, at all. Biden's been in the Senate for four hundred years. There's just no reason <laughs> that he's so behind the behind the ball on. I mean, the only only explanation is that they're like, oh, this won't actually happen, which is <laughs> crazy. This the, the decision was leaked, and now we know they can't do it because the decision was leaked and everyone was mad. Right. It's like they don't care. They just don't care. Um, uh, yeah. Uh, speaking of things that you can't and, and like I, one of the things I, I worry about is like I'm like, you know. There are times where, like, people, in, like, including people on our side, people on the left, like, go after Biden for, like, dumb things that aren't real or ridiculous. 
this is real and mm. serious. Like it, the continue, like, like continuing like voting rights and like, I, uh, uh, um, abortion access and like things of like important things of that nature. Uh, they get lost if we, if we lose the midterms by, as much as it seems like we could lose the midterms. Joe Biden needs to always be on message, always be ahead of the, like ahead of the ball and always needs to be ready to ready with a plan and needs to be coherently like able to coherently deliver that plan to us. That truly is his job right now. Mm -hmm. He's the messenger in chief right now. That's just what his job is. And like there are times where there's like, there's like we criticize Biden for things that maybe don't necessarily need it. This needs it. Like, he needs to be better. He needs to be more on top of this and he needs to be more out front of this. And um, we're going to move to the th like another thing that he did that really is worth criticism. But like you need to <laughs> you need like not only is it important for all of us for him to get his shit together. But it's important for it's in, like it's important for him to get his shit together. But it's really important for us that he gets his shit together because yeah. because you and I are going to go and we're going to vote. We're going to go vote for, you know, Democrats to keep power. And that's we, we're going to do that. Right. We're yeah. already going to do that because yeah. we know the danger. We know the we know the stakes and we're not like, you know, we this is super important to us. There are people that he has to convince and whether we like it or not, and I don't like it, but whether we like it or not. There are people that he has to convince. And if he is, if he's, you know, if he doesn't have a fastball, if he is actively behind on every issue, that's that's game over for a lot of people that are going to get hurt by policies that Republicans are going to push. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Um, do you want to <laughs> do you want to talk about him? Sure. <laughs> so and I want to I want to just take this time to apologize <laughs> because I saw this story a while ago. And I tried to like find like actual stuff on it, right? Because I I found it from like some some something that was like kind of dubious. Um, mm -hmm. Sometimes you know it's just well the the actual information came out today to verify it. Right, so. right. Uh, and it came from it came from Governor Bashir of uh, Kentucky. It came from a Freedom of Information inquiry. Yeah, but his email. Request, yeah, <laughs> like from his email. Yep. Um, but. Uh, that indicated that uh, Joe Biden was uh, planning to nominate an anti-choice judge um, to sit on a seat in Kentucky. Mm -hmm. um, I'd like to really quick... Uh, planning to nominate him on the day that uh, Roe was overturned. <laughs> let's, I, be, let's be fucking clear. I want to take a big <laughs> moment to apologize because I'm like... I, I'm like I think that it's probably real, but until I actually see it, I don't. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna jump yet. Mm -hmm. I'm just gonna kind of wait until I find it, like, like an actual source for it. And I did. And uh, I'm sorry for uh, seemingly doubting um, that this could happen. I just want to point out that I I didn't doubt that this could happen. I just was like I wanna I want it to be true before I get angry about it. And it was. <laughs> and I'm angry. Um, what the fuck is this? Do you, so can I just really quickly? I do think, and I it sounds like I'm covering for the president. I'm not. You're, you're giving context. I'm, I, I'm, I could give the context. You can give the context. Go ahead. Yeah, the context is that some of his uh, his other appointments are being held up so he made a deal with the literal fucking devil mitch mcconnell <laughs> to nominate the this conservative very young judge mm -hmm. to a federal seat in return for getting some of his judge uh appointees through mm -hmm. so that's what the deal was yeah now go ahead and justify that i whoa <laughs> i hate you you're making me look like a real shill, um, <laughs> which I am absolutely not. Look, look, Biden 2024, right? <laughs> no, no, um, no. I think this is this is the Democrats keep like the Democrats have this ability uh, to just have some really huge unforced errors. Yeah. This is one of those unforced errors. This is, and the, the article I read was like, they clearly weren't expecting the Roe decision to come on this day. Otherwise, like, they wouldn't have done this. It's, it's like, like, it doesn't matter. How the fuck are you not expecting it to come? And who cares if it comes two or three days later? Exactly. It still fucking happened. Exactly. Like, it's still like, ooh. what on earth are you talking about where you're like, we just didn't, like, who cares? Who cares? It's a bad decision. It's a bad decision on any day. Yeah. On any day. 
but it's a pretty it's a worse decision when you know that any moment the row uh row overturn might drop right let's, let's push this judge through before they before... get real mad about abortion <laughs> Oh my god. It's like you are you're the one that we have to trust to do your damnedest to keep uh access to this, mm-hmm. to keep abortion access for people who need abortions. Like your job, your your whole job is to is to do this. And for you to be like I'm going to nominate a guy who sucks on this on this specific issue is fucking lunacy. Yep. It's so it's so indicative of what people were afraid of when Joe Biden became the nominee for like like people on the left. Mm-hmm. This is exactly what people feared. Joe Biden's going Joe Biden's not an actual progressive, which he's not. He's a moderate he's a moderate democrat. Like, right? Yep. But a moderate Democrat should not be nominating an anti-choice judge at all. (laughs) Like it doesn't matter if you're a moderate Democrat, like this is some Joe Manchin shit. This isn't, this isn't like, like this is some real, real Joe Manchin esque energy. This isn't like, like it makes it that that's, that's the big problem. You know what else it clearly displays? They don't think they're going to do well in the midterms. (laughs) Because what they're worried yep. about is being able to get anything through. Yeah. So they wanted to do this so they get some through before they lose the Senate. Yeah. So they, they clearly have no confidence that we're going to keep the Senate. And I, I, I mean, realistically, yeah, I get why they're not confident. But, like, truly, truly, you know what you do? You galvanize your base. Mm-hmm. You give them a reason to trust you. You give them a reason to fight for you. This you surely reason. isn't going to make them want to come out and vote. No. If I find, like, oh. like again, you and I are going to go pull that lever because that's what we're supposed to fucking do. And that's the, the important thing. And we understand that even if Joe Biden isn't with us on everything, he's with us on the things that, the things that matter. But when you, when you, <laughs> you have the power to not do this and you are going to install a fucking... Uh, an anti-choice conservative young judge on a on a seat that's a lifetime appointment, yeah, you're gonna make people go, oh, you're not actually with us, mm-hmm. and that is that's something that like I just can't I can't fathom how that administration doesn't understand that. Nope, I just can't fathom that. That's not good. <laughs> like that's actively bad. And again, they knew that this was coming. Mm-hmm. Like what a fucking. Like pile of jokers, man. <laughs> what? <laughs> what a what a pile of jokers, man. <laughs> no, I I do I it's 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 unforced errors. This is not an like this is a stupid thing that like obviously when it gets out it's gonna make a lot of people mad. It's gonna make a lot of your base mad. Why are why would I come out and and help you get a better uh like why would I come out and help you get a better Congress when you're not doing everything that you can with this one? Mm-mm. And like, again, you and I understand like we, and I stress this to people who listen, you still need to go vote. Like you really do. That's, you really need to go vote. Joe Biden can't actually do a whole lot unless he has the house, which he currently has, but at a slim margin. So we need to keep that and has enough senators in the Senate to get rid of the filibuster. So we need to keep what we have and gain two. And we can do that in places. Ron Johnson is vulnerable. Uh, Pat Toomey is leaving and Fetterman can win that seat. There are places that we can do this. We just need to do, we need to win two and hold. And then if those mother, now <laughs> we do that, we have people that can get rid of the filibuster and we can pass whatever the fuck we want and it won't matter about Kirsten Cinema, and it won't matter about Joe Manchin. Mm-hmm. But we need to do that. And Joe Biden needs to give us a reason to want to do that. Like, I know that I know that it is just it's we should know that this is important and we should know that this is how we get what we want. This is how we get meaningful legislation passed on all sorts of things. This is how we get an assault weapons ban and a high capacity magazine ban and like this is how we do that. But Joe Biden is the president and can't be doing things that actively discourage supporters of these policies to go vote. Yep. Definitely. 
What do you think about uh, Joe Biden's comments on the filibuster um, saying that he is for uh, removing the filibuster to pass certain things like previously it was for voting rights and now it is for abortion rights. Um, Do you think it's kind of weird that he won't just come out and say, I'm for getting rid of the filibuster instead just saying I'm for getting rid of the filibuster for just specific policies, like all of the policies that I want to pass. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I think it's fucking stupid. I think this whole man, I just this really whole w- debate is so fucking stupid because the next time the Republicans have the Senate and have the presidency, they're gonna get rid of the filibuster. They're gonna get rid of the filibuster and ban. So abortion. what we did was we wasted all the time that we had power and didn't pass anything mm-hmm. for fear that oh, but what happens when they have? Pa- they're gonna do it. Yeah. They're just going to do it. So we're just not able to pass any of these cool things for the stupidity that is the Democratic Party. Yeah. And and he's a fucking idiot for not just saying, let's just get rid of the goddamn filibuster. Mm-hmm. Oh, and so, well, for this issue, we shouldn't have the filibuster. And for this issue, we shouldn't have the filibuster. And for everything else, I'll try to pass it through budget reconciliation. Like, d- there's no point to the goddamn filibuster. Yeah. There's no point. The point is we are halting progress. Yeah. It, it is the it is a way for the minority party to decide, at least now in this day and age, uh, they've decided that no legislation will be passed. None. Mm-hmm. None. Unless it is our legislation, no legislation will be passed. Um, I mean, it, it's just like he was alive when the talking filibuster was a thing. Just fucking push for the talking filibuster at the very least. At the very least, stop coming out with this like this <laughs> this rickety uh, I'm for I'm well, I want to keep the filibuster, but I will let it slide for this policy and this policy and this policy and this policy. At, at some point, you just want to get rid of the filibuster. Yeah. <laughs> it's like uh, I don't like I don't like chocolate milk, but I like cow juice and chocolate syrup. It's like they're cow juice. Um, <laughs> they're the same thing. Yuck. It's the same thing. It's absolutely the same thing. So like it, for him to continue this nonsense of like like I'm I'm still a relic of the Senate, so I love the filibuster. It's fucking stupid and you're not like my man, you're not getting your stuff passed. Remember that build back better agenda that you had in the beginning of your presidency when your uh, a- approval rating was like 60? Do you remember that? <laughs> like that's all gone and evaporated yep. because the filibuster exists. And and I know that him saying I'm I'm willing to get rid of the filibuster right now for everything does not immediately mean the filibuster goes away but at least shows the people that you're fighting and you're trying yeah i mean get caught trying to do something Mm -hmm. definitely this is like a real like reality check episode for the democratic party where it's just like i mean we're kind of sick of your shit like we're we're really sick of your shit we've been sick of your shit forever no yeah you're just the only game in town yeah. Like if if there were a if there if this were a robust um, multi-party system, I can't fathom that I would still be with this party. <laughs> like I truly no, would be. We'd be with the progressive party, which yeah. is entirely fucking separate from the Democrats. No. Yeah. So I mean, not entirely separate. They're they're pretty they're pretty linked because they have to be linked. <laughs> yeah, I can't imagine the Progressive Party would be uh, supporting anti-choice candidates. No, like no. the Democratic Party does. Like the Democratic Party does. Like leadership in the mm-hmm. Democratic Party. Yeah, yeah, that's bad. Um, 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 um. what do you think of their uh, consequences for? I mean, we talked about this, yeah. but just to kind of sum it all up, what do you think of the consequences for um, Biden's late response and? Um, the plan to nominate an anti-choice judge um, and his like seemingly wishy-washy like views on the filibuster. What do you what do you think that the overall consequences of that can be or are currently? The consequences are less people are going to come out and vote because they don't see the point. That's that's a direct consequence because that they see that this party isn't going to do anything about it. This party is still doing stupid shit. So that's that's what I think. I think the consequence is less people are going to come out and vote, mm-hmm. especially in the midterm. So, yeah, 
which is going to be devastating for yeah. the country. Yeah. I mean, we're already in a like in an election that sees less voter turnout. Mm -hmm. Like depressing voter turnout more is just terrible. Absolutely. And like, <laughs> I mean, keep in mind, like, it's not just, um, you know, it's it's very, very bad if you depress voter turnout right now. And I, I just, I don't understand. I understand it's July and the Americans, uh, the American populace, the sorry, the American voting public has like kind of a goldfish style memory <laughs> where we kind of, but uh, when it comes to like the left, they don't forget. <laughs> like the left will be mad at you for something that you've done a very long time ago. And honestly, like, you need to be held accountable for stuff. Yep. Um, like, so I, I do think that that, I do think that this poses a real threat to like the Democrats are already playing behind, like uh, going into this midterm. Historically, they're playing behind um, redistricting wise. It's not as bad as it look, looked like it could have been, but it's still not good. And it's just, there's just too much at, there's too much like, wins against the Democrats to add another one for, for right. seemingly no reason. Absolutely. Okay. Do you want to move on to the January 6th hearing? Yeah. So uh, the January 6th committee, uh, before leaving for the break, before leaving for the um, uh, 4th of July, uh, sorry, the 4th of July weekend break, they had a surprise hearing. Um, surprise. surprise they had a surprise hearing with witness uh, Cassidy Hutchinson she was an aide to um, Mark Meadows who is at the time the chief of staff for mm -hmm. President Donald Trump I think she also had the title as like aide to the president she was a special advisor, special advisor. I think special assistant or special advisor I think it's mm -hmm. assistant um, for the president mm -hmm. uh, she did work yeah so she worked with the president and she worked with Mark Meadows at the time of January 6th um, her office, which they let us know via diagram, <laughs> showed us a diagram. Diagram of the White House. Uh, her office was between, um, like, in b like between Meadows and the Oval. Um, so she and apparently a lot of people talked to her. <laughs> a lot of people talked to her about uh, a lot of things. Uh, now, before we start. Um, I do know that there's a lot of uh, <laughs> talk from. There's a lot of talk from a bunch of people about like, should we really tr like, should we trust these people? They're they're we, we wouldn't believe them normally <laughs> because they're uh, they were willing to sell their souls to be Trump officials. Why should we listen to them now? Do you have a response to that? Do you have a reason or like what's the benefit to them? Right. Right now. Yeah. It's not like he's out of power i no. mean he's not the president anymore but he's probably gonna be the president i mean again. motherfucker's about to announce like yeah. tomorrow <laughs> like dude's gonna announce before the midterms start that he is uh, running again yeah it's, it's really not beneficial to their careers yeah. to, to do this that's so. i i would agree because i i, I would I, i'd say that that's that's i think what my answer would be as mm -hmm. well now let's be clear people like Michael Cohen and like, like some of those, I, I really don't like that Michael Cohen gets like however much time he wants booked yeah. on, on MSNBC to talk to Ari Melber about fucking anything. Like, I think it's really Let's stupid. Let's be clear. He committed a crime and went to prison. <laughs> like he's like, he, he, he committed a crime that like sucked, which was like, I'm the president's lackey. Yeah. But, he paid um, off Stormy Dan. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, but, but, but like, I, I do think that uh, a lot of these people are telling the truth in the situation because, like you said, they don't have any, like, like there's no benefit for them. Like, they're going to be ostracized from Republican politics um, until the Republicans stop losing their goddamn minds over this weirdo. Um, they're going to be ostracized from Republican politics. And for the most part, the Democrats won't have them. Like, no. Like, 
uh, for the for the I'd say for, I say for the most part because there are still a group of Democrats that love the Lincoln Project more than like left organizations. So I will say that there there they do have a, a slight home here, but but not much. Like they're not going to be trusted with like real Democratic politics. They'll mm-hmm. be trusted with that pseudo Republicans who want to stop Trump politics. And that's only a cash grab. <laughs> like, like, sorry, that's not really a thing. But um, yeah, I, so I, I really do think that like, I, I don't have any reason to not try. I mean, Rusty Bowers, the Speaker of the House in Arizona, like testified about like all sorts of shit, but then was, I, I think he's being honest because he also said that he would, he would still vote for Donald Trump yep. after his home, <laughs> after his daughter, his sick daughter who died after that home was broken into. He's like, I still think I'm going to vote for this guy if he's the nominee. <laughs> so he's obviously telling the truth and he's obviously beaten down so so much by by just conservative politics that he's just like that's just who i am now Mm -hmm. so so yeah i I think that you're right i think that like you know this isn't like there's nothing to gain here for Mm -hmm. them there's nothing to gain it's not like we're gonna love them i mean the most they get is like a book deal which a bunch of these jokers have already done that's true or they get like a book deal or they get like a podcast (laughs) it's it's like cool i have one too Uh, sure yours will get more viewers than mine so you'll be able to hawk a bunch of fucking helix mattresses better than i could (laughs) but like we're the the same (laughs) um with that said let's talk do you want to talk about um what uh things were said in the hearing that jumped out to you oh yeah let's so all right one is the president throwing plates around the lunchroom (laughs) like a child (laughs) <laughs> okay let's yes let's start with the one that doesn't matter at all yeah it doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't. I, I i don't think that this um i don't think that there was stuff during this hearing that i mean some of it some I of dis- it mattered a lot but some of it matters really a whole lot. what really was jumped out at you was like the stupid silly shit yeah the, the shit that was like more like scandalous yeah and, like i think that obviously it's why in- she got her own hearing it's interesting it's interesting that the that the uh president of the united states i uh, lunged at <laughs> a, <laughs> tried to grab a secure uh, uh, an agent's neck yeah <laughs> they kept saying clavicles clavicles <laughs> like, well that's like, that's what she said she so said clavicles and that, but when it's repeated it said clavicles and they, they they're saying what she said because they're quoting we it, don't know what it means is neck and there's yeah. but but just say neck then i know what a fu- just say fucking neck <laughs> Um, but like that, <laughs> that to drive the car. I'm more interested trying to drive the car from the back seat. Um, um, I like I do think that like, yes, that and him throwing like and the catch- Mark Meadows constantly on his phone ignoring all the things that are happening around him. <laughs> Mark Meadows behaving like a teenager, yeah. <laughs> just like yeah, oh, whatever. Oh yeah, there are people coming. Uh huh. <laughs> I I think I think one thing that I've had, no I do I do think that like his obvi- he has a temper he obviously has a temper he obviously behaves like a petulant child when he doesn't get his way and these are just two more uh, you know instances of that I think that that's I think that that's interesting in that sense and mm-hmm. obviously the sense of like can you believe this but in the grand scheme of January 6th it's not the most important thing but no, se- of course not. but it's definitely interesting for sure uh, one thing I think is super interesting and important is that he um, <laughs> was alerted to the fact that a bunch of the people that were there had weapons, uh-huh. told <laughs> told uh, the Secret Service to remove the um, the mags, the essential uh, 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 metal detectors, mm-hmm. um, so that more people can get to the ellipse because he cares about crowd size. And he said <laughs> that he wanted to he wanted to lead them, by the way, I, I think lead them should be in quotes because I know this man's not walking from the ellipse to the Capitol. He's just not doing that. But um, I, he wanted to lead a group of armed, angry people that he just ginned up into an anger mm-hmm. to the Capitol mm-hmm. um, and said the quote, <laughs> let them in. I don't care if they have weapons. They're not here to hurt me. (laughs) Indicating that he knew that they were here to hurt somebody, but not me, though. Can I say 
that <laughs> I think it would have been so funny. Okay, we, if we, he was there. Okay. Like, can you imagine? No, I, I I can't imagine. Where would he have been? Mm-hmm. You know, like like what? Do you think the crowd would have been calmer? I think here's or the thing. Or do you thing. think there would have been like a circle of fucking like uh, secret service agents around the president mm-hmm. as this whole riot is still taking so place? Here's like, the, here's like what, what I, would have happened? Here's what I truly do think. And I don't think this is going to like, obviously, I am just straight up guessing. I think that it might have been tamer if he were there. That's what I because, think. Because I think those dummies take their cue from him. Yeah. And it's not like he would have started throwing shit at if, police officers. If he's just, exactly. <laughs> or and or do you think the Capitol Police would have been like, I guess we have to let them through because the wh- president's there? But, so the president leads them in and then what? Like, I, I do think mm-hmm. like he, uh, like, I, I think that he is a passive violent person, but I don't necessarily think that he would overtly be like, all right. I I got you guys in. Go get Nancy Pelosi's head, and we'll put yeah. it on a pike. Like no, I I, I complete like I, I mean think, even with all the craziness, I can't see him being like, all right, we're here. Go kill everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I think he would have stood outside and like talked to the crowd and been like, they're in there doing like bullshit, not and on, uh, not like yada yada yada. And the crowd would have been like outside listening to him and cheering for him and and chanting at the Capitol. And I think that would have probably been the end of it mm-hmm. because unless he throws a fucking brick through the window <laughs> of the Capitol, I don't think that they would do it if he's there. So it's really the Secret Service's fault that the for uh, to not let him go. The whole thing happened because it, it probably would have been calmer with him there. Yes, Secret Service. <laughs> I mean, uh, I could. Uh, I do. I just if that's the like, I truly like thinking at it. I think that's likely. The I know thing. it's 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 a wild thought experience. <laughs> it, it really is, um, but obviously that didn't happen, and no, multiple no. people choking died. a Secret Service agent didn't let D- him go. Yeah, it didn't work. It turns out that even if they're choked, they'll still do their job <laughs> and drive you away from where you want to go. Um, yeah, uh, I liked. Um, I can't. Was it? I can't remember who it was that said you got it. You cannot allow them to go. Allow the president to go to the Capitol because if he does, we're gonna get charged with every crime. I think that was the council, the White House council. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's probably like the closest person to the president that like like that was like in the area that mm-hmm. we'll hear from because. Uh, one thing we both like questioned while hearing this was why was Mark Meadows willing to testify <laughs> at, at one point, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, but it, by the way, it was Pat Cipollone and uh, Pat Cipollone is going to be at uh, because of this yes. uh, testify behind closed doors um, at the at the mm-hmm. uh, for the commit for the hit, previously uh, he had been claiming executive privilege <coughs> and refused to testify to the committee. So that's a good thing that came out of mm-hmm. this for sure. But, back but we to won't your, see him on but TV. Back to your point. Mark Meadows strikes me as the dumbest individual like one of the dumbest individuals of this whole thing. And let's keep in mind, Rudy Giuliani is a part of this. Mark Meadows might is, is rivaling Rudy Giuliani in how dumb he is in regards to this. Mm-hmm. He sought a pardon. He <laughs> then gave, <laughs> he was going to, he was going to participate with this, gave his phone with all of the text messages he had with, um, with members of Congress and <laughs> right wing news, news <laughs> and like right wing quote news unquote uh, uh, anchors, and then was like, "I'm not gonna tell you a thing." <laughs> it's like, my man, you gave them the phone. <laughs> you gave them the yeah. phone with all of the shit in it that you guys were like strategizing on how to do this. Yeah, and it's so like he's so like. Blatantly the, stupid. The, the people who have actually given testimony and participated weren't like active participants in this, but mm-hmm. he clearly was like yeah. actively a part of the plan and mm-hmm. implementing it. He was so in like, that weird meeting with Rudy Giuliani. Like, yeah. he, like he's, he's not good in this. And the idea was like, were you looking to like be like, I'll talk for like, I'll talk for some sort of a deal. Right. 
And like, if you're doing that, get the deal up front. Mm -hmm. Don't give them your phone. <laughs> like you gave them your phone, which has a bunch of shit in it. And now your former aide is uh, telling everything about what you did, yeah. which is, which includes um, not listening, <laughs> uh, actively not seemingly doing nothing about anything playing on your phone <laughs> and asking for a pardon. Like that's all that you did. Yeah. Um, what do you think about um, the uh, attempts of uh, right-wing figures to question um, Cassidy Hutchinson's credibility? We had like um, some people say, like, for example, she said that one of the, ha like a handwritten letter, uh, like a handwritten note was written by her and then I think Eric Hirschman came out and said, and by the way, Eric Hirschman's not like, I mean, he, he sucks, but he's, he's cooperating with the, with the Jan 6 co uh, committee as well. Um, Eric Hirschman said, uh, she didn't write that note because I wrote the note. Um, we also have like um, uh, people on like Fox saying she's just doing this so that she can be invited to uh, DC cocktail parties. Um, and yeah, yeah. And, and stuff like that. What do you think of that? Uh, what do you think of? Well, and also Donald Trump tweeted, uh, yeah. not tweeted. He can't tweet. Anymore. He, he truthed. He, he truthed, truthed. The, during, during the trial that like he didn't even know her. And also she wanted a job from him and he didn't give it to her. And that's why she's doing. Can that. I point out something that I believe was said in the truth? Yeah, and yeah. I, and I want to make, I, I don't, I, I didn't quote it. Yeah. Sure. I don't have it in front of me, but I'm pretty sure he said, I don't know her. She wanted a job with me, and I personally denied her. <laughs> so I don't know her. I have no idea who Cassidy Hutchinson is, and I personally made sure she didn't work for me. <laughs> like, I don't know if those two things can work together. What do you mean? Um, but anyway, I I'm sure he got a lot of retruths out of it. <laughs> Can now, I just, now that Elon Musk isn't buying Twitter, he has no chance to get it back. Can I really quickly say something about Truth Social? What? I love that it is absolutely a wholesale ripoff of Twitter. Right. And I wonder, like, how is that possible for him to be able to have, like, it's called Truths and Retruths. It's literally, Truth has the same, like, yeah. that's the same amount of letters as Tweet. Yeah. And it starts and ends with a T. Mm -hmm. The the re the retruth function, you know mm -hmm. how like the arrows are just flipped. So like <laughs> like the arrows on Twitter I think are like horizontal, and uh -huh. then the arrows on Truth Social are vertical. Uh -huh. It's the same. The Twitter has a blue check mark. Truth Social has a red check mark. <laughs> it's the same <laughs> fucking thing. Yeah. It's like. It's the same. I'm. I. I am. I am baffled. I am baffled by this, <laughs> by how this gets to just exist. It's so crazy. I don't know, man. It's absolutely crazy. Um. But yeah. Um. I. I think that's. Like we've said before, these people. I don't think these are good people. No. Right. And I don't think the majority of what she testified to would hold up in a court of law. <laughs> nope. Because most of it's hearsay. Yep. Most of it's like, this person told me that this right. happened, but she didn't actually see which, uh, which I would argue stuff is, that happened. But which is why I would argue it's harder to discredit her because she's literally just telling stories about what was told to her. Right, but when she does say she wrote a note that she didn't write, that's... That's weird. That, that's sure. weird. But you know what's weirder? Uh, no one has no one has come forth saying the note isn't real. Right. What was written right. on the note is fucking real. <laughs> yeah. So I honestly don't care if like uh, fucking Yogi Bear wrote it. It's real. No yeah. one has questioned like no one has questioned the validity of what was written. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so yeah. I no. No. For <laughs> sure. I I don't care. I don't yeah. care. Uh, uh, this is the Republicans' fault for not putting anyone on the committee. This isn't a court mm -hmm. of law. They can say whatever the fuck they want. Yeah. So. You dummies were like, we'll put someone, Jim Jordan. And Nancy Pelosi's like, no, give me someone serious. And they're like, okay, uh, Andy Biggs. <laughs> like, I don't remember who the dummies they floated were, but it was like a part of like the nonsense caucus. Like, like Andy Biggs and Jim Jordan, probably Louis Gohmert was mm -hmm. fucking asked to People do People who it. were actually involved with the whole Right. Thing. Like, you also can't put the, like, co-conspirators on yeah. the fucking thing. <laughs> it's like, oh, okay, who do we want on there? Um, well, 
<laughs> Marjorie Taylor Greene was tweeting the location of Nancy Pelosi. Mm. Maybe we ask her to do it. Like, no, you just can't do that. You yeah. absolutely can't. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I think that I think that you're right. I think it also like it just made it easy that she's a young woman. Mm-hmm. That they're Absolutely. like, that's why, that's why the thing is like, she just wants to go to cocktail parties in DC. Like, that's what it is. I right? mean, the real question is if you don't take her seriously right now, why was she in such a high ranking right. fucking position in the White House? You know who took her seriously? Fucking P- Republicans in office yep. that, that hired her to do, I would argue a pretty sensitive job. Yeah. Like, absolutely. like she's going to have the, the clearance that she would have is astounding. Based on what her job was. Mm-hmm. Like, she would have a lot of clearance to talk about, like, to get so much information. And everyone seemed to talk to her to get to Mark Meadows, because Mark Meadows is always on his phone not yeah. doing anything. <laughs> He's yeah. like, I'm just going to pop a few more of these bubbles, and then I'll 100% <laughs> get back to you. <laughs> so, like, so like, yeah. I, I, I mean, I, I don't have any reason to not believe the things that she said. I don't care about the note thing. I mean, I mean... Look, she definitely could see the photo of the note. So for her to like see the photo of the note and be like, that's me. That's my handwriting when it might not be like I can see how that's like iffy. But again, I just don't care because no one, no one on that side has said and we discredit what was written in the note. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So I just don't care. Uh, It's real. So whoever wrote it, it, whether it's Hirschman or whether it's Hutchinson, I don't. I don't care. <laughs> it's bad. What happened was bad. Yep. Um, <laughs> uh, but okay. Um, is there anything else on this before we go to our last thing? No. 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 Well, I mean, I'm excited for the next one. This one had, um, and I, I know <laughs> ratings aren't important, but I think in this case, ratings are important because I think it's important for people to see um, what, happened and how our uh democracy was almost Mm -hmm. hijacked by a bunch of fucking ghouls um this according to axios uh hutchinson's testimony brought in 13.17 million live viewers (laughs) um and 28 percent increase from the last daytime hearing according to uh, that's um ap reports citing the nielsen company um so yeah more people are more people are uh watching this and i think that yeah i think that's very important that a broad swath of the uh of the voting population sees this i i know our side knows and doesn't care but i do think that there are republicans that need to see this and and you know we have those republicans that are like kind of like i guess i mean should i i don't like biden I don't like Democrats. I'm not happy with the way the economy is going. Like they should know that the other option is authoritarianism <laughs> and fascism. Like right. that should be like they should. And seeing this, they should go, okay, well, all right, yeah, I can't have that happen because that's what ha- that's how Biden got elected. Yeah, Biden got elected because enough people on our side came out to vote and enough people on the on the Republican like the set like the moderate Republican side either voted for Biden or fucking went I'm not voting for president mm-hmm. and truly that's what we need mm-hmm. <laughs> that's absolutely what we need to stop this creeping fascistic authoritarianism uh that is that is slowly slowly see- sinking its tendrils into our government Anyway, let's end it on something fun. We are going to do our segment, Have You Heard About This? And this week, Katrina will be reading me an article. Now, Katrina, I made a mistake last time (laughs) (laughs) during our live streamed Uh episode uh where I read an article and then got to the end and I didn't read it beforehand. I just picked it out real quick. Um, Uh Look, I don't want to... I don't want to blame Jess for this, but it's absolutely Jess's fault that I did that. <laughs> and like, I understand, oh, this man's blaming a woman for what he did. Yeah, I'm going to stick to that. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, but you read this and yes. you and there's nothing in there that like is inappropriate to laugh no, at, no, right? No, I don't think so. Okay. All right. I maintain that the article I read was funny. <laughs> yeah. And until the end, it was hilarious. <laughs> anyway. So... <laughs> This is from the AP. Um, Headline. 
California woman fakes cancer, forges notes to avoid prison. Ooh, uh, I like this. <laughs> I like this a lot. One note submitted to the federal judge sentencing a 38-year-old California woman for embezzlement claimed that a biopsy had revealed cancerous cells in her uterus. Another indicated that she was undergoing a surgical procedure and her cancer had spread to the cervix. Oh my God. Yet another letter warned she cannot be exposed to COVID-19 because of her fragile state. Oh my God. (laughs) Oh my God. I love this. This is, look, this is bad. This is terrible. And this person is obviously an awful person. This is a wild attempt that I Yeah, made. I know. <laughs> like, like I hate that I can respect this attempt to not go to prison. <laughs> Sorry. But federal officials say the notes and cancer were all fake. Oh, no. They caught you. And now Ashley Lynn Chavez is headed to prison for three times as long. Oh, my God. You got... How? Oh, my God. <laughs> The court this week added an additional two years to her initial one-year prison sentence. You tried to fuck... Wait. (laughs) You tried to skirt a two-year sentence? A one-year sentence. A one-year sentence? They added two more And now they added two more years? Just serve the one year. Just serve the one year. And honestly, you could probably get out in like eight months on good behavior. The fake... You're an embezzler. They don't care about that kind of crime. <laughs> I mean, you heard you... her last name is Chavez, though, right? Yes, I did hear that. But unless you embezzled from a rich person, people think that that's just, like, entrepreneurial ingenuity. <laughs> so, like, yeah, truly. Yeah, she, she embezzled from an employer. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, um, well, then, well, then the chair it is, I guess. <laughs> The fake claim of having cancer kept Chavez out on bond from the time of her guilty plea in 2019. Oh, fuck. Yeah. To embezzling more than $160,000 from her former employer through her sentencing hearing on March 31st, 2021. Oh, my God. The notes then bought her an additional three months of freedom by the judge. Oh, my God. Who believed she was getting medical treatment, according to the U.S. Attorney's Office for the Southern District of California. Can I ask a quick question? And I, you tell me if we're going to get to this or not. How good were the notes? Like, were they on letterhead from medical facilities? Uh, they don't really have details on the notes. I think the notes are the most important thing I think about the this. the important thing is, why didn't they check with the doctors? Why didn't they call one doctor that was on the note? Right. Why would they not? It's like, I don't know if Dr. Stitches exists. Yeah, I, I know, like, <laughs> like for example, in our line of work, we get, like, medical stuff, and we don't really check with the doctor, but, like... This is like a judge. to avoid getting out of prison. This is a judge. You would sentencing. think they'd be like, all right, we'll just call this doctor up and verify they actually wrote this fucking note. Just really quick. It's a really quick phone call yeah. that, that anybody could make. That literally anybody who works there could make. <laughs> I, I'm telling you, I need, to, I need to know more about the notes part of this. Because that truly, did she make up doctor's names? Did she look up a doctor and be like, they wrote it like that's the part I'm because if she if she made up doctors I want to know what their names are. <laughs> all told Chavez was able to avoid being locked up for six months federal officials said Chavez's attorney said in a sentencing memorandum that Chavez was quote terrified about being separated from her newborn son so that's the only sad part um, <laughs> I can I just really quickly before you finish mm-hmm take the kid and run <laughs> you've embezzled how much money you uh, they probably got the money they probably back. seized the once, money once you get charged i think they take the money back. they probably seized the money yeah. i just feel like if you know the heat's coming and you're like out you gotta get out <laughs> and you need to like get yourself to a non-extradition country asap i what what i mean they probably wouldn't think that she's a flight risk because they let her stay out of prison for 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 cancer treatments that she wasn't getting. Get out of there. The notes also claimed she was too ill to work and she could not make restitution payments to her former employer. And good. What a cool call. <laughs> what a cool call. Two different attorneys hired by Chavez believe the notes were authentic and submitted them to the court. She fooled her own attorneys? Yep. (laughs) 
By August 2021, the notes forged by Chavez were asking the court to permit her to serve time in home confinement. In one forged note attributed to a San Diego area oncologist, Chavez wrote that a year in prison could be a death sentence for my patient. Federal authorities... And I'm... (laughs) I'm Doc McStuffins. She was real doctor. Doc McStuffins, MD. Federal authorities authorities contacted the doctors named in the letters who denied writing them although chavez had been a patient of one of the physicians according to officials yeah she came in because her ankle hurt that's it <laughs> i gave her some ice some ibuprofen and sent her on her way what do you what cancer are you talking about uh Quote, this defendant went to appalling lengths to avoid her initial prison sentence by falsifying medical documents to claim she had cancer. This offensive conduct is an affront to every person fighting that battle. Calm down. End quote. FBI special agent in charge Stacy Moy said in a statement. Calm down, Stacy. This is some... <laughs> I... Okay, I know this is wrong. I know this is completely wrong. I I think this was brilliant. <laughs> I think this was brilliant. She it clearly is, did a good job she, of it. Cl- the forgery apparently was top notch. That it took that long for federal agents to be like, maybe we should call one doctor. <laughs> <laughs> maybe we should call one just to check it out. I truly believe that those. I believe that those lawyers were like, we know this is fake, and we we're not even gonna. <laughs> as long as we never say out loud that this is fake or ask her if these are fake, we're good. Yeah, yeah. I I wish there were. I feel like there are pieces missing. Like, did she shave her head? Was she yes. like portraying as a person mm-hmm. with cancer? Yeah. Like, yeah. How good were the letters? How good were the letters? Like, literally, could you please release the letters and let me see them? <laughs> I need to see them. Uh, did she make up doctor's name? Like, again, I know I'm repeating myself, but like, truly, these are the things that I think are super interesting about this. Yeah. I love that story. Is there that <laughs> it? There, it? Oh, see. I love that story. <laughs> I love that story, and I know that I'm wrong, but it's like you ever you ever see like like you ever see a story about a real life diamond heist, and you're like, I kind of hope they get away with it. <laughs> like, I don't hope she gets away with it, but also the creativeness of this crime is so unbelievably uh, uh, satisfying. Okay. <laughs> it is so satisfying for someone to be like. Well, I don't want to go to prison even just for a year. So let me get let me get this. Uh, it must be really rough though to be like, oh, now it's three years. Oh, huh? it's got to be. Ooh. It's got to be like. I mean, and that's the that's the you know that's the rub. Sometimes the rub. it's worse if you if you because I bet I bet with um you know a pandemic going on right now they and it being a quote nonviolent unquote crime they probably would have been like you go in there it's been six months. We don't want you to die in here. You're out. Mm-hmm. Like, like, yeah. and you're serving the rest of your time with probation or right. you're serving the rest of your time at home. Like, truly, they do that shit for, like, nonviolent crime right. all the time. Um, so you might have been better off doing that. You went the other route, which was, <laughs> I'm not going to serve a fucking day. Yeah. <laughs> and you may have worn And I wonder, here's what I also think. I'm so sorry. We'll end the episode after this. <laughs> I'm so, and by the way, when we end the episode, there's a good chance I'm going to keep talking to you about this. <laughs> but, um, but truly, <laughs> you, how deep in this did she think? I'm in the fucking clear. Right? Like, like, After the first note, you had to be like, oh, this was easy. Holy shit. Like, nobody questioned she, she, she got out of, she kept herself out of prison for a half of a year. <laughs> so I truly think by month four, she's like, I'm great. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. it's over. Yeah. And now I just need to figure out how to get a doctor to write a note or, or pretend to write a note saying that I died. <laughs> they can't put me in prison because I'm dead. Yep. And I'm fucking better and I get to live my life. Or like, I, I, I got out of the time that I was supposed to serve. I served it at home. And I just write a letter saying I've been remission and we're good. Yep. Like, truly. How deep in this did she, like, get so confident? I mean, it had to be after the first letter. That, that yeah. was my thought, too. It's like, after the first one works, you just fucking go all You just out. keep rolling. You yeah. just keep rolling. It, wor- it worked once. There's no reason why it won't work again. Yeah. And for a while, she was right. 
<laughs> for for a while she was right. This is this is wrong and we don't condone this here at the podcast. However, we I love this story. <laughs> I think that this is the most intriguing story. Oh goodness. Well, that is I mean I could literally talk about this for days, but we're going to call it here. Thank you all for listening to us. By the way, I know you probably heard if you listen to the live episode, to the live stream episode. Oh, they're going to do trivia. I can't wait. Uh, we, we were, were tired. We were tired the whole week. We, we were, were tired. so tired all week. Tired literally the whole week. When we got back, we were done. It was over. It was over. I couldn't, I can't believe I, I swam the day we got back because mm-hmm. I was, I think I slept most of the drive home or at least like half slept i half slept because i kept like jerking awake (laughs) (gasps) (laughs) so so we will be doing trivia i i'm not gonna pretend i know when because next week's my birthday and there's a chance there won't be an episode there probably will be but there's a chance that there won't be because it's my fucking birthday and it we might and if we do an episode it might not even about it might just be about me and my birthday absolutely yeah, we could talk an hour about my birthday, and me, right? <laughs> um, so we'll shoot for next month for the for the uh, uh, trivia. trivia episode. But um, that's it for us this week. Please like and subscribe on um, wherever you get your podcast. Tell your friends about the podcast. Like the Facebook page. Yada 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 yada. And most importantly, tell people about the podcast. I think that's cool hear about it and can listen and drink along and get angry like we do um, so that's gonna do it for us thank you all for listening we'll see you next week until then cheers cheers